This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, the Premier League is beginning to sort itself out and it's pretty clear to me, but my guess is more important on this occasion, that Liverpool, Manchester City and Arsenal will fight out the Premier League to see who is champions. Top four races, another thing altogether, but Tottenham moved into fourth place at the weekend. And we're joined now by John Giles to talk about the games, which were fascinating in many respects, as they always are. John, let's start with Manchester City. They moved top when they beat uh, Everton on Saturday, but when Liverpool beat Burnley on Sunday, they went back to number one. They're two points ahead of City, uh, but City have a match in hand. Arsenal are also two points behind. They've played the same number of games as City. Tottenham are a long way back. They're five points back. And then Aston Villa, who look like they've gone to me, uh, are six points back. Uh, But the Premier League is the big thing. And John, we saw the Manchester City-Everton match. Haaland had been injured, uh, hadn't scored for a little while. He scored a goal after 71 minutes because it was hard work, the match. It was a brilliant goal. City are favourites now, John, to win the treble again, which would be the FA Cup, the Champions League, and of course the Premier League. What did you make of the game? Everton put up a spirited defence for, you know, until the last 20. It was 19 minutes to go when eventually Haaland opened the scoring. And Everton had grafted hard and had one or two chances. Well, it was, it was a tough game, I mean, yeah. for City, because... Uh, Everton were very impressive in the way they went about the match. You know, yeah. it was tough. They were really getting stuck in. I mean, there was, a, there was one or two tackles there that went, uh, one or two of the lads could have got a red card on. But, uh, but, but City stuck at it as they normally do. You know, and, and as we know, we have got, got Sabrina back in the team. We got Haaland back into the team. Yeah. Uh, they probably created and scored more goals than anybody else. Uh, in, in the league so it was a tough game for for City they came through it well and, and won the game well they, they took the two chances they got they got Haaland back Debrina back uh, and that's a big plus for them I mean it was a tough game there's no doubt about that Everton Everton gave them a game 
Yeah, and like Haaland, his first goal I thought was sensational, John. He had a split second opportunity and it was a half volley from, you know, through a crowd of players. But his reactions are razor sharp, aren't they? Oh, very good. I mean, like he, when we see him over the last couple of years since he's gone to City, he, he very seldom misses a chance. Yeah, yeah. You know, when he gets through, even for the second goal, it makes it look easy when he, as if the goalkeeper's not there. Yes. And and, 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 he, and he can hit him like he hit the first goal. So he doesn't... I, I, there's very seldom matches that you can look back on and say, God, if, if he'd scored, if he'd done this, if he'd done that. Usually, usually 99%, I'd say, yeah. when he gets a chance, he puts it away. Yeah, the only thing about City that troubles me a bit, if I was a City fan, is the goals against you. Know, they've conceded 25 goals this year, and they've been on top, as we know, for most of the games. But they are conceding goals, and you know, because you've played at this level and you've won this particular league and even in the Super Bowl, which I'm sure you didn't stay up to watch, defences really win leagues, it's said. And it said defences win Super Bowls. And that was very much the case in the Super Bowl. But it's very much the case with the great teams I remember. The Leeds team, the Manchester United team, the Liverpool team with Lawrence and Hansen. And City don't appear to have that sort of bulletproof defence that I think you need. Liverpool, it has to be said, don't either, nor do Arsenal. Would, would you agree about the general principle? I would, I mean, I've always agreed on it. I mean, we came from that generation that concentrated. First of all, you had to get your defence right. Yeah. Now, I still believe that. Yeah, you build from the back. Times have changed. You know, yes, like if we talk have. about City doing what they do, they keep winning. Yeah. I mean, you know? Yeah. Uh, I still don't agree with it. I think you should start with your defence. But uh, times change, everything changes. Uh, I still would say definitely should concentrate more on the defence. And and they have, and you're right, they don't, they don't do that. They 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 give up chances. But their, their, their attitude obviously is from Guardiola. Yeah, we do that, but we're going to keep concentrating on scoring. Yes, at the other end. Yeah. That's, that's the way they do it. And we can say, and I can say, and you can say, don't agree with that. But they're a team that's won the treble last year. Yeah. Doing, doing what they're doing. And they're, they're still still doing it this year. Yeah, I just said, uh, uh, I want to ask you about uh, Kevin De Bruyne in a moment. Bayer Leverkusen, who I watched, I watched their game against Bayern Munich. Munich were two points behind them. The game was played at Leverkusen and Bayern Leverkusen killed them, John. Yeah. And, They've only conceded 14 goals this year yeah. in 21 matches. But to go back to where we should be, Kevin De Bruyne, he was out for a long time with a bad hamstring. He's come back, John. Both of us, I think, think his temperament is a bit questionable, although he's a brilliant player and has been a brilliant player for Haaland in particular. Mm. Now, he he looks leaner, and I know you think that he's had an experience of being out, an experience similar to one you had yourself when you were playing. Yeah, I, I think what happens at the, at, the, at, the, at the age that he is, I mean, I got, I, I got an injury at the age, that at that time, similar age, and uh, you're playing for season after season after season, and being human, you take it for granted. Yeah. I mean, 
You think, that's oh, okay. And, so that. and then I got an injury, right? And it was an injury that I went to see a specialist. Uh, it was a tendon injury. One of my tendons, three tendons in the back of your knee. One of them came away. Didn't know what it was. Uh, went to see the specialist, and he found out what it was. He said, one of your tendons is coming away from the back of your leg. He said, there's three tendons there. I said, well, what do I do? He says, well, what I'm going to do, he said, I'll cut it and stitch it onto one of the other tendons. I said, oh, that, that's, that's great. Will I be able to play again? He says, I don't know. <laughs> now, yeah. This is really, really, really yeah. serious stuff. Hey? Yeah, yeah, and, especially uh, for someone as dedicated as now, you. As it happened, he did that, and I was able to play again. Yeah. But uh, I, I was a different player again. A better one. Hopefully a better player. Uh, yeah. Because... Are you taking it for granted that I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to play forever? And it doesn't happen sometimes. And I think he got that shock. I yeah, he, he got also got. Shock. He also had a hamstring injury, a bad one, a tear. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he was obviously doubtful. When you're out that long, you're, you're doubtful whether you can play again. But also, it gives you rest to have a look at your game, have a look at yourself yes. at that particular age because up to that you take it for granted and you probably become a little bit blase about it. Yeah. You know? But when you get an injury like that, you're thinking, thank God for that. Yeah, you know I what I mean? And, and, and it gives you hunger. You, it restores yeah, your yes. hunger. Yes, it gives you an appreciation of what you have. Yeah. Like when you're playing year in, year out, year in, year out, of course you take it for granted. It's no big deal. Yeah, I'll see you next year. We'll be playing in this and that. But it makes you, I think it makes you a better player. I think he's, he's a better player. He looks fitter now. Yep. He's got a new, a, a, a new way about him. Yep. And he's playing. He's playing better. He's playing as well. And I think that injury, or an injury like that, to a player like him in that situation, actually becomes a plus Right. Rather than a minus, and I think it's a plus now for City with him coming back now, especially with Haaland, and he supplies more more for Haaland than anybody else. But it's 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 human nature. I mean, when you have what you have, you take it for granted. I don't want to be too serious, but you take it for granted. Of course, but you yeah. get an injury like that, and you're like a kid coming back. Yes, you really yeah. really appreciate yeah. it in a way that you did when you first started playing. Maybe more so. And I think that's what's happened to 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 Brina now. Now, of the three serious contenders, I'm sure you'd agree with me that Liverpool, Manchester City, and Arsenal are the serious contenders. Yeah. The gap to Spurs, Aston Villa have gone actually, John, and Manchester United. Well, they're not going to win the Premier League. They're going to be battling as they are for a place in Europe. Mm. Of the three, most people make Manchester City favourite. I think I make them favourite myself. What do you think? Well, I, I think they would be favourite, Eamon, because they did it last year. Yeah. They've got Haaland back again. And yeah. they, they stayed up there. For, he's been out for six or seven matches. Yeah. And De Bruyne has been out for a long time. Yeah. You know, Foden is coming, coming to be a real player. Yeah, serious player. Now, yes. You know, so I'd say they would look favourites. Now, I was very impressed with Arsenal the other day, Eamon. Yeah, it's a, a remarkable 6-0 victory away to West Ham and David yeah. Moyes is a coach of West Ham. David, I don't think, has had many 6-0 defeats at home with anybody. He's yeah. a, an outstanding coach, really, and he looked shell-shocked afterwards. He really, really did. It's a shocking defeat, and I wouldn't have expected Arsenal no. to, do, to, to score six, but they did. They did, yeah, and they did it well. Um, they dominated the game from the start. 
the other stuff, the, the, no doubt about it, the West Ham, they, 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 they killed them. The goalkeeper was a bit dodgy, I mean. Yes. But, but the Arsenal's approach, I mean, in recent weeks, you know, when, when they started losing a couple of matches there a few weeks, I thought maybe they're out of it now. But they came back well. They, they but the like Liverpool win would have helped them a big time, John, their morale oh, uh, the yeah. previous week. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I didn't fancy them for that match. I mean, no, but I they won it, won, it, won, it, yeah. won it well. So the, the, at that stage, a couple of weeks ago, I would have written them out. I'd say it was between City and uh, uh, Liverpool. But I, I think they are contenders. I think they, 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 they have a good... It could, I think they'll have a good goal with us, I mean, Right. Definitely. Well, Liverpool obviously, obviously will be there. You would, you would say, yeah, they'll be, they'll be there. Yes. I think it'll be, but I think Arsenal come into it a lot more now than I expected them to, say, two weeks ago. Yeah. City have to go to Anfield and that'd be a hell of a game. It won't, of course, in itself decide the Premier League, but, Given that I think Liverpool have only lost two games, the Arsenal game uh, being the second of two all season, and I think Manchester City have lost three. So they don't lose many matches, and they could either of them go on a run that would be pretty, you know, unstoppable. So the game they play at Anfield will be massive, won't it? Oh, yeah, it's a six-pointer. Yep. You know, yep. like yep. at that particular stage in the in the season, as long as you're doing your stuff in between the, the big matches. And you've but, been uh, to Anfield with Leeds many times because I, I can remember games that were really effectively championship deciders between two really great sides, and Liverpool had a great, great side in those days, didn't he? Yeah. Well, the, we, we, the, we had a break from them, Eamon, uh, in, in Shankly's time. They won the Cup, the League, the Cup, in three seasons. Yeah. And we were coming on at that stage. Yeah. But they actually didn't win a, a trophy for about six seasons, Damon, at really? that time. Yeah. Yeah. That's when we come on to it. You know, we right. won we won we won the, the league twice in the cup and uh, at at that particular time. It's worth pointing it, out that the cup meant something in those days. The oh, FA yeah, Cup yeah. much more yeah. than it does now. Of course it means something now. Yeah. But it was a big deal. But they said they signed they signed Keegan at that time, Amy. Yes. For the new, the new Liverpool. Yeah. You know, they had their time. We, we, I think it was 66, they, they won a trophy and they didn't win a trophy again for about six years, five yeah. or six years anyway. And then we came on to it. But then they got Keegan in then. And then it was a real, a real battle between us for, for, for a few years. Yeah. Till, you know, John Revy left and then Shankly retired. Funny enough, the two of them retired at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and then Bob Paisley took over. And Revy reti- John Revy retired, and we got Brian Clough. <laughs> yeah, that was a treat. No, the, 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 the was with they, 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 they got the manager from within. Yes, Don was doing that. Don said he, Don was recommending me for the job. Yes, at that particular time, and they turned it down. That ruled you I mean, out. <laughs> I, was, I was, I was, I was in a peculiar position, I mean, I was turned down for a job that I hadn't even applied for. Yeah. But, but that's but they they that's that's funny enough. Revy and Don Revy and Bill Shankly retired at the same time. And Paisley, really, arguably, you know, he 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 built a really better side that won the Champions League, I think, three times. Uh, some fantastic players in it: Dalglish, uh, Rush. He did a real job there, didn't he? He did a great job, Ben. Yeah, but but I I I I think Shankly felt 
he should have kept on. I mean, yes. he did leave him the team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, Damien? Yes. I mean, Shankly had all those players. I mean, Paisley obviously bought players later on and that. But that particular team, Kevin Keegan really got Liverpool back on the track. Yeah, which time. John Toshak played up front with him. I knew yeah, John very well. Yes. He, yeah, he was a good, good, good target. They had some very, very good players. Yeah. You know, they really top class players. And they, they went on. Well, Leeds were out of it then. You know, once we got Brian Clough in, we were out of it, totally out of it then. Yeah. And they, they were they were on their own then, Liverpool. Yes, yeah. Basically, a very, yeah. very successful successful time. That was the... the but they, they, they recruited from within. And yeah. I think that was the idea that Don Revy wanted at that particular time. But but the owners, the directors, yeah. uh, turned it down. You should have had. You shouldn't have had that. Well, I was in a peculiar position. I was in a real Irish <laughs> position, Eamon. I was turned down for the job that I hadn't applied for. Yeah, another player <laughs> that was key to the Paisley success was Graham Sinness. Uh, Graham was a great player, wasn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he had some great players, I mean, You yeah, know, they, they, yeah. Graham was Graham was one of them. Yeah, but they, but they, they had a few of them. You know, they, like Tommy Smith was a terrific player. Yeah, and then they had Alan Hansen as well. You yeah, know, like they had they had. Uh, uh, terrific, really terrific. And Graham Sinness was, I'd say, at that time he was the outstanding midfield player. Yeah, playing in, playing in the Premiership. He modelled himself on you, John. No, take no prisoners, and never give the ball away, and play great well, every week. It's, uh. it's, 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 <laughs> well, it's not a bad way to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. Um, anyway, let's move on, John. Yeah. To Spurs, they are fourth in the table now. I think we both admire their coach, Postacoglu, for his temperament, for the way he has his team playing. They scored in the last minute to beat Brighton 2-1. They're fourth in the table. Son has been away. They've had no luck with injuries. He's been away at the Asian Games. He's back now. And... They're a really interesting side, and he's a really interesting coach, isn't he? There's a presence about him, there's a calmness about him, a confidence that seems to have, you know, transmitted itself to the players. Players, we've been watching some of them for ages uh, without realizing, you know, they had the capacity to play such good, confident, positive football. Oh, definitely, I mean, and that's 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 down that's down to him. I think yeah. what the great managers do is that they 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 know what they want. Obviously, to try to get in the players that that can do what they want them to do. Yeah. But apart from that, it's 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 in their nature that when they're playing, have these players that the players believe in them. Yeah. First of all, they don't get too complicated. And what they do is, with with the players, in my opinion, when they want them to come out from the back like they're doing, I think they say to the players, "Just do it." Yeah. If you lose a goal, it's my fault. Yes. Yes. That's what I always found in management. Like with players, uh, like I had a player right back. He wasn't getting in the cover position. John Wilde was a centre back. Wouldn't yeah. come out. And I say, and I'm not patting myself on the back. I don't want to, but come out, John. Yeah. Because the previous manager told him not to, because if you come yeah. out and you lose the ball, you're going to score a goal. Yeah. Right. So, John, if you lose it, it's my fault. Right. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Andy Robinson was the same, and and there was no problem to it then, I mean, because once you once you as a manager, if you say do it, yes. Right. Yeah. And if it's right, then it's right. If it's wrong, it's not going to work. Anyway. Yeah. But if you believe in what you're doing, 
And he said, just get on the ball. Don't worry about it. Come into it. If you lose it, it's my fault. Yeah, no, and, and that appears to be what's happening at Spurs at the moment. I mean, it, it was an overnight transformation. They Don't forget, they had, I'm sure you haven't forgotten, they had Conte before. It was an entirely different type of manager, much more defensive-minded coach, and I think an outstanding coach. So they had ingrained in them his view of the game. So it was quite a transformation. Oh, it's a huge, it's to, a huge transformation. Yes. Most, man, most managers won't do that. Yeah, and actually, most managers go the other way. Don't go out just in case you do that. You know that type of thing. Now, what he's saying is, is, is special in that. No, I don't think anybody else is doing it in the manner in which he's yeah. doing it. Yeah. Now, incidentally, they've conceded thirty-six goals this year, which goes against um, what we were talking about earlier in the podcast about building from the back. Let's go to Aston Villa. Well, I mean, could I just, could I yeah. just interrupt you there for a second? I'd say if you look through stats in fairly recent times. Yes. I'd say when that started. Yes, he wasn't there. It would be there. very, very hard to, to to do what you want to do immediately. Yes. Because players being players say, mm, not sure. And after a certain match, he'd say, do it. Yes. Do it. You have yep. to do it. Yep. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's, that's the, 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 I'd say the longer he went on, if you look at his stats, I'd say they've conceded less goals now than they did in the last 10 matches and they conceded in the in these first 10 matches. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of Real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, to a team that had a great start to the season, Aston Villa. They really were sharp. Unai Emery... The manager there, who had been a very successful manager with Sevilla, I think he's won the Europa League four times. He came to England, 
had a nightmare at Arsenal, didn't last very long. Uh, they made a great start to the season, John. They played Manchester United at home, big game for uh, European football next year, Champions League football for both of them. Uh, now, Villa are five points ahead of United, and they could have buried United if they'd won, and they would have been uh, eight points ahead. However, in the last minute, United got their uh, winner close to the end. McTominay again, who came on as a sub, scored a header again. Uh, this is a player who's been playing in midfield that hasn't been starting. It looked like Ten Hag had bombed him out. In fact, I think he had bombed him out. He's got a lot of goals for Scotland, uh, which he never had done before, and a lot of goals for Manchester United as well. And he's a good player, John. He, he puts his foot in. He works hard. There's no doubt about his commitment. And they, they got the winner in the 86th minute. There's a young fella they just signed uh, at the start of the season, Hoyund who I like very much indeed. He was, he didn't score in the league for ages. He's scoring now, started to score in the league. He had scored in the Europa League that they're in. He's a hell of a kid. I think this kid's a real good player. He works like a dog. He's got great positional sense, great attitude, which in that team isn't easy because you got Fernandez and one or two other chances in the team that... You know, Casemiro looks like he's gone, John. He's, he's, he gets a yellow card every week. He's messing. He's not really having a go at all. And he costs a lot of money, 60 million. Now he's won five Champions League medals with Real Madrid. He's 30 years of age. He was a very, very, very good player. He's a Brazilian, but he's acting a maggot. But still they got away with it. Um, and they have, they have a chance of getting to a top four spot, but they're about six points behind Spurs and I don't think they're going anywhere. What do you make of what's happening at United, John? It's, it's impossible to know, Eamon, unless you're in there. You know? Yes. But like, well, the good thing about football, it, 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 one of the great things about football, All comes out in the whether it's going right or wrong, it shows itself on the pitch, Eamon. You can't yeah. hide it, you know. It's yeah. either right or it's wrong. Now, they've made a little bit of a comeback in, in, in the last couple of matches. And you're right about, what's it, how do you present? Hoyund. Hoyund. He's a young fella, Damien. Yeah. But, but, but he has the attitude. That's what, yes. Even when he wasn't Great scoring attitude. goals. Yes. Yeah, he had a nanny, he was trying, trying, trying. And now, now as, as a striker, it's all about, a lot of, about confidence. He's got a few goals, so he's more likely to get some more goals. But he's a trier. Yeah. He's a goer. He's, he's all right. And so is my Tommy. When, yes. when, when he comes into the team let's try it. I think there's a few players it might be Casemiro uh, Ferdinand Fernandez. yeah don't have that type of attitude Eamon no. that, these, that some of these lads have like Tommy and the other lad and I think that's what's wrong with Manchester United it's more attitude yeah. than, than, than ability I think they've got enough players with ability to do a lot, lot better than they're doing yeah. and that's, that's, they need consistency to do it now week in and week out and we'll have to wait and see if they really do have the players to do that. And the Rashford situation, John, is oh, yeah. uh, is, a, is very disappointing. Um, he's a player with real ability. He shows flashes of it now and again, but he, he appears to be gone on the tear now and again as well. He was in Belfast for a day and fell asleep on the bed in his clothes, having had a few shots. And this film of, of this kind of stuff these days... Thank God there wasn't in the old days. And um, he, he's a big disappointment, um, Rashford, isn't he? And wouldn't get away with it, I think, 
Uh, well, any of the great managers wouldn't have that. I mean. Yeah, Busby wouldn't have that. No. You know, Don Revy and Ferguson. all these great managers did. Frankly, you know, at least Ferguson, John. You know, you can't. You, you just it just doesn't happen. No. And, uh, and what what was amazing was last week or the week before, after him doing what he did in in Belfast, he's in the team. Yep. Yeah. You know, and 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 the manager said, "Well, it's a, it's a, it's a." Inside manner or inside problem or whatever. And, and yeah, it's, it's within the club. 100,000 people, supporters all around the country, Manchester yeah. United. Yeah. And not one of them would say he should be playing. And he's played them. And, and as you know, we scored a goal there. But that's, that's beside the point. If you want a team, a yeah. real team, you have to have a team spirit. You have to have people doing what needs to be done. Yeah. And it's difficult enough to win things when you have players doing that. Yeah. But when you don't have players doing it, I, I just I just don't get it with him. I mean, he should have, he should never have played for Manchester United again, in my opinion. Yeah, he's made Bruno Fernandez captain. He's a curious yeah. uh, animal, Fernandez. Even away fans boo him when he gets the ball. <laughs> There's something. I mean, I know you don't like him at all, and I don't like him at all. There's something about him. One of them is diving and harassing referees. Uh, the other thing is not really having a go when the going gets tough, but he has got ability. Oh, he's a lot of ability, Eamon. Yeah. He's got to get on with the game. He's got to, if he's captain to the team, or not even if he's not captain of the team, you go play and you play yeah. for the team. You don't play if you're in the mood. You don't play if, oh, if this is happening, that happening. And uh, like the match at Liverpool, a couple of, it might be a couple of years ago now, he was a total disgrace because he packed it in yeah. and started messing around and yeah. doing the thing. Like, like all the great players that, that you know and I know and have known over the years, they don't have that nonsense. No. They get on with the game. You mentioned Graham Souness earlier and, yeah. and, and all the great players. They get on with the game and they want to do what's best for the team to win. I think I saw Graham's in an article last week when, when, when he, the, the player, the, the Manchester United player, didn't come back. He was over in, in, in Dublin. He said Liverpool players wouldn't have put up with that. No, that's right. We talked about Rashford, actually. Said he'd been kicked out. Rashford, sorry, Rashford, yeah. yeah. You know, he, he said it, and I know it might, might take it at, 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 at uh, Leeds. Yeah. If anybody was doing that, yeah, we, we, we wouldn't even be talking. Well, he wouldn't have been there. Yeah. He wouldn't have been in the club. You know, yeah. you're playing and you'd get on with the job. And Fernandez is a very talented player, Eamon. Yeah. But any time I see him, he's, he's moaning at the referee. He's moaning yeah. at his own players. Yeah. He's, he's trying to referee the game instead of getting on with it. Yeah. Getting on and play and do do your best, do your best for the team. That's what that's what you have to do. And if you don't have that, you don't have a team, Eamon. No, there'll be changes at Old Trafford at the management level, I'm sure. But that's all we have time for, John, today. And we're very grateful to you for joining us on the stand. As always, we're grateful to John, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) 
a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. 